You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Becky L. Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And it's time to talk Week 10 in the NFL this Sunday And we will start with the 49ers and the Jaguars. San Francisco's a three-point favorite with a total of 45. Joe, how are you playing it? I don't think I am, guys. I'll be honest. I'm not sure. (laughs) I I don't know. Like, and now we're hearing more. I don't know where we are with Trent Williams. Like, that's been back and Mm -hmm. forth. There's not much clarity there. I want to see what he is in the final injury report as far as this goes. But, like, I don't know. when when you're you find yourself going back and forth on a game, yes, I put it in my top five yesterday because we had to get to the number of five, which has a been a bit of problem for me this week getting to that fifth one. Um, I'm not sure. My initial thought was Jacksonville. Then I started leaning San Francisco. Extra time to prepare, but both teams are coming off a bye. Uh, I considered the total. Do we want to do something with the under? But with these two offensive minded coaches, with you know, the script is probably going to be pretty strong. I, I don't know that I want to do that. Um, and, the, you know, the, this Jacksonville defense is tough to go against. I guess this is going to be a real test. I know it's Purdy on the other side, but obviously Cleveland-Baltimore we view as the top two defenses right now, and that's going to be a fun matchup that we see this weekend. But the DVOA numbers, the EPA per play numbers would tell you that Jacksonville is third. Like if they're, they're making a top three. You can make a case where you put Jacksonville in that top three. So uh, Debo is going to be a big help. He's been practicing in full all week, but I'm I'm really torn on this game. I, I've heard like sharp betters on both sides of it trying to figure it out. Figure it out, but uh, you know Jacksonville Jacksonville does play up to the competition. Last last nine times they've played a team above five hundred. They've covered all of them, all of them. So. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to force it here, guys. I'm probably going to pass on it. All right. Nobody needed a buy more than the Niners. You mentioned it. Getting Debo, getting Trent Williams back. They added Chase Young. But what are they going to look like? If you're not going to bet on this, Joe, I'm going to get wild and crazy here and take a stand. Give me the Jags. I know it sounds crazy that this Niners team would lose four in a row. But why not? Travis Etienne, he's really good. Arguably, he might be the second best back in the league behind Christian McCaffrey. Jacksonville, let's just do it. They're going to make a statement at home. Niners are going to lose four straight. It's time. This is what they did last year. Jags are taking off. I know Paul's with me on this. And the Jags defense. Sorry, I buried the lead. Better than the Niners. They are going to make life difficult for Brock Purdy. And I know, I and I'll let you jump in real quick, but I know I've been railing against Colton McKivitz. 
The rest of the offensive line is pretty bad, too. Their center, Jake Brendel, mm-hmm. 11th worst, worst pass blocking grade among all offensive linemen who have played more than 50% of the snaps. Aaron Banks, their guard, he's been a little banged up, but also he's 24th worst. So, those, like, those guys are in the bottom 15%. And then you've got Colton McKivitz, who's he had a good game last week against the Bengals. So, those are a couple good pass rushers, at least according to pro football focus grades. But, again, yeah, Trent's – is he coming back? And if he's not, I don't, and even if he does, Shanahan said he it. Shanahan said problems. Right. And Shanahan, that, that's part of the reason I'm like, oh, man, I don't know about this side. Is he, he was going on record the other day. He's like, the ankle's worse than we thought. Like, he's out there battling. Ooh. We'll see if he can get out there. But it, it's worse than we thought. It's not a high ankle. It's still a low ankle. But it didn't sound like it was good. And no, what it, it if did the not. Niners lose their fourth in a row? Like, what happens then? That's interesting. Mm-hmm. But Ed, what do you got on this game? Well, I mean, part of it is like, what if? I, I don't know what you do at this point. I, I mean, th- this was very much an investment in Brock Purdy after just a few weeks. And, you know, trading away Trey Lance was, was part of that. And, okay, fine. But this is a really intriguing matchup to me. I know Robert Mays pointed out the 49ers like to have two running backs on the field. Jaguars play a lot of base defense that you can't pass against. A lot of that is because Josh Allen's generating a lot of pressures, about as many in football right now. So that's going to be really intriguing. Brock Purdy, young quarterback, still needing to develop. Like it, it almost feels like that the 49ers are almost in grad school but then they've got that one class that they're struggling with, and it's the one they need the most, and that is quarterback. So that one is going to be interesting. And this is something that I've pointed out a few times now, and I think it really matters in a matchup like this. Brock Purdy, over the last few losses, he has struggled against zone coverage, specifically against cover three. Something you really think about with the 49ers, but the last few weeks, cover three has absolutely baffled Brock Purdy. So it is possible that the blueprint is out on how to slow him down. And guess what, folks? The Jaguars have allowed the fifth lowest passer rating when in cover three. Now, they're not going to play it all the time. I understand that. But they're going to do it enough to confuse a young quarterback who is still in a developmental mode. So in that respect, I think the Jaguars defense could have a phenomenal game. You know what, Aaron? Mm -hmm. You say that the Jaguars can cover this number. I think there is a realistic possibility that the Christian McCaffrey touchdown streak ends on Sunday because the Jaguars' defense will do enough to keep them out of the red zone consistently. The Niners have a weak secondary as well, so maybe on the prop side we need to look at how they're going to exploit that. Yeah. It's going to, it's the game of the week. It, it There's no doubt about that. It's what we're all going to be gearing for gearing up for uh, because the rest of the slate kind of stinks might remind us of uh, what we watched last night, but uh, yeah, it's, it's fascinating on both sides. And if Jacksonville does pull this one off, think of the conversations we're going to have about San Francisco you know, and on both sides, because Jacksonville's sitting there 20 to one, the same number uh, as the Buffalo Bills for the Super Bowl. Uh, we'll see what Buffalo ends up doing. But like uh, some people are going to say, look, they they're ahead of Buffalo right now in the AFC picture. So, I mean, that could change a lot of people's uh, minds on Jacksonville as well. People that were kind of like on the edge. I don't know if they're quite there with the big boys. I think that would be a sign that they are. 
Jaguars one seed in the AFC. That's another one I like. Chase Young mm. to record a sack uh, on the other side. That's at even money. That's another play I like a lot here. Uh, in, in large part, just because like he's got that week to to sort of get worked in. Uh, and Trevor Lawrence, I think he'll probably get sacked a couple of times here. So that's one prop I like a good bit. How about we move on to the Titans and the Bucks? Tampa Bay is a one-point favorite. A low total. Boy, I'm going to say that a lot. Low total of 39 and a half, Joe. What do you like here? I like a number of, uh, of betting angles in this one. Look, I've said it all week. I thought what Levis did last week was impressive going on the road under the lights, being in that game against the Steelers defense, which is, you know, maybe not top five, but definitely a top 10 defense. And on the Bucks side, do you trust them? I don't. They have played awful ball over the last month. We know they're going to stop the run and Tennessee likes to likes to run it, but that leaves Levis to pass and I trust that connection that he has with Hopkins right now um the Bucks defense over the last month EPA per play dead last in the NFL dead last even though they could stop the run uh it's been a rough month during this four game losing streak for them I like the Titans you could find them at plus one we'll see where this goes wouldn't surprise me by kickoff if this flips in Tennessee actually ends up being favored I think the prop yeah. market is really interesting. The Levis passing yard number is only 212 and a hook. And it's it's jumping up some spots, have it up to 217. I, I think that's a good number. The connection is clear with Hopkins that he has. Now, it was only four catches last week, but he targeted Hopkins 11 times against that Steeler secondary. 59 and a half yards? Really? 59 and a half yards against this Buck secondary? Yeah, like... That's a good look for Hopkins. Hopkins scoring anytime touchdown. I see a plus 190 out there. That's a good look. So uh, I'll be back in the Titans in a few ways, guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Listen, if Will Levis goes over his passing prop, Joe, I'll get an arm tat for Monday and just flex all day. <laughs> let's, wow. let's go. What a two twelve and a half. Are you so you're saying it's not happening or are you are you with it? Is this what No, I love it. it. I'm with it. I, okay. I low key want it. Yeah, I'm here for okay. it. I like Will Levis. Now his arm tat, as I said, is slightly obnoxious, but the guy backs it up. So it's only really can count as obnoxious if you're not backing it up on the field. But he knew what he was doing with that tat. He knew he he had a cannon. So I'm with you. I mean, this I like too many dogs this week, which really scares me. Really? <laughs> because I'm not a yeah. huge underdog. After all the favorites we saw and last now week. I love exactly i don't know why i like all these dogs but maybe this will flip like you said as we get closer to kickoff but i just think there's a little extra juice with this titans team now that will levis has taken over so and the bucks have just been terrible and inconsistent oh man so i'm a little bit more torn about will levis deandre hopkins all of those things uh in large part because on the one hand joe you're right 
that th- this Bucks defense uh, may have some exploitable weaknesses, uh, in large part because Jamel Dean is in concussion protocol. So that should be a cause for concern. But say, if this entire Bucks defense were healthy, I probably would go under DeAndre Hopkins' props, in large part because the Bucks have been really good defending outside the numbers. Uh, one of the higher rates in football, they face uh, passes outside the numbers. But the success rate allowed is six best in the NFL, 59%. Third best for the Bucks in completion percentage over expected at minus 3.4%. They've had great one-on-one matchups with their defensive backs for a long time now. And especially in a matchup like this one with a younger quarterback, I do feel like that normally I would back the Bucks, but the injuries uh, make me a little concerned here. So I'm not going to push against what you're saying. I'd say just do it with a little bit of caution. So that's something that I would, uh, you know, look into. But as far as props I like in this game, I don't have a play on the side, but should I just run it back with Rashad White under rushing yards at my at uh, under 50 and a half at minus 120? It's never a bad Because bet. I just don't trust this. Yeah, it's like never, I, yeah. I just feel like running it back over and over again with uh, fading the Bucks rushing attack, I think is just fine here, especially against like what the mm-hmm. Titans defense can do. And that is contain the run. A uh, big part of the like handicap. It. Back to the Levis tattoo, the meaning behind it. Be strong and do not give up for your work will be rewarded with a t- oh, with a Titans cover. What a, with a Titans cover. I, I just added that part. So now you're all in. Now you love the tat. You've been annoyed. I can't figure it out. You've been annoyed by it. Then you were all out. Now you're all yeah, in. Yeah, but he's good. He's okay. good. I like what I'm seeing <laughs> from him. So now, now I like it. I'm all in. <laughs> you know, Kurt Cousins, if you got a tattoo on your arm. Yeah. If he was healthy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He had a, well, an arm tattoo. Kirk seems like a don't put a sticker on a Bentley type of guy. He's not getting a tat. <laughs> or a Honda. <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. A Bentley. I, I was going with a minivan, but all right. <laughs> Like no, Kirk seems right, like the type uh, of guy that when you get a tattoo, he says, you know, that's forever, right? Yeah. True. Yeah, probably. He wouldn't right, even get uh, a hidden Colts one and if Patriots. Indy, uh, one and a half point favorites here with a total of 43. This game is playing, uh, being played in Germany. Uh, definitely the antithesis to last week's Germany game. Achtung, Joe. I hate these games, these morning games. I hate them. They just annoy me. It's like, oh, you know, you know, the biggest reason I hate them is not because you got to wake up earlier. I'm up anyways doing the show. Is that sometimes I forget to make bets and all of the like weekly leader markets get taken down, like stuff like that. Some a lot of futures. If you're like, oh, I got to get that bet before the week gets in because that's going to move. Like those get taken down in a lot of places because. The week has started. So I find it to be a nuisance. And I know fantasy football people, if you're out on a Saturday, sometimes you might forget to check your lineup or you don't wake up early enough to check the injury report if something's in question. But anyways, we get it. It's it's uh, the Colts and the Patriots. Minshew against Mac Jones. Get excited. Uh, it was actually a good game last week. This week, uh, not so much. Are we sure the Patriots defense is strong? Like, no. Even when... Whatever we say about the Patriots, we're like, wow, you, you got that Belichick defense. And Mm-mm, if you look at the, the – Yeah, overall, like they're good against the run. Steve but Belichick overall, defense, really. 
they're not very good. And last month, they're second worst EPA per play on the season, 26 EPA per play. And we know how uh, how bad Mac Jones has been this season, but they don't have any other options there. I was considering uh, going under with these two quarterbacks, but the reason I didn't, it's just these Minshew games, these high wire acts sometimes, they just get completely out of control and it makes no sense. And his offense somehow puts up a ton of points. You never know which Minshew is going to show up. I'm off this game, really not interested in it. I guess I'll watch it because it'll be on, but whatever. Yeah, the only thing I like about this game is the fact that there's something, some football on in the morning, so I don't have to watch Coco Melon. Other than that, I'll have no place. Coco Melon. <laughs> uh, here on the West Coast, uh, I can sleep through it, so uh, that will also yeah. be a pass. I mean, my model is actually telling me to go with the Patriots, but. The Mac Jones mm. competency question, I, I can't answer it. So this is a stay mm-hmm. away. I will sleep in. All is right with the world. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, can Josh Dobbs do it again? He's a short home dog versus the Saints. We'll look at our plays for that game and Packers-Steelers right here on the BetQL Network.